With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome right. to New York. Oh. This is is the Devil's Devil's State of of Mind Mind Podcast, Podcast. brought to you by the Hockey Hockey Podcast Podcast Network. Network. Now here's your host, host, Neil Villapiano! What is going on, Devils fans? It is, as always, your host, your boy, Neil Villapiano. And welcome to another edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sportswire Radio. The best place to get everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. Thank you guys, as always, for taking time out of your day to check this episode and all the episodes that I do, you guys know that I greatly, greatly appreciate it. This episode, as always, and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored by our wonderful friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure, guys, when you go to DraftKings Sportsbook, you sign up, you use our promo code THPN, and as always, you tell them that your boy, Neil Villapiano sent you. Folks, we have a very interesting episode here of the Devil State of Mind podcast. Really no news to discuss. Uh, I'm recording this uh, well before um, the World Junior Championship game between Peter Hauser and, and Czechia and Luke Hughes in the United States. Um, so we shall see later tonight what happens with that. By the time you guys are listening to this episode, you will already um, know what uh, what happened 
in that game. We'll see which team moves on to the semifinals to put themselves one game closer to competing for the gold medal. But today, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to take a step back and I want to look at our lovely number 86, and that is Jack Hughes. And as you can tell by the title of this episode, you will know that I'm going to basically explain to everyone listening to this episode why Jack Hughes is a superstar in this league. And I know that this has been a topic of discussion for basically Jack Hughes' entire career, which it's crazy to think about how he's already played three years in the National Hockey League. But I want to defend why I personally believe that Jack Hughes will be a superstar in this league and why he is a superstar in this league. And I hope that uh, maybe even at the end of this season uh, and years to come, you guys come back and listen to this episode again and, and you recognize a lot of the things that uh, – that I'm going to that I'm going to back up with um, talking about Jack Hughes. Uh, so, as always, guys, we have a bunch to talk about here on the Devil State of Mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time and get rolling. So I want to start with the backstory. I kind of like doing this. I kind of like being a storyteller. You know, kind of like uh, giving you guys a, a full background of where Jack Hughes's career started and where you know up until. Now going into what will be his fourth season already in the NHL. So to start, since Jack Hughes was drafted back number one overall in 2019, he's had enormous pressure to be unreal in the National Hockey League, labeled as a can't-miss prospect, a once-in-a-generational talent, you know, all of the major major terms that you can use to describe a guy that many people feel is going to be a legend in the game. And I think when you look at the past, the the prior couple of years, um, prior to 2019 with, with the likes of Connor McDavid and even Austin Matthews coming into the league right away and uh, making a name for themselves, obviously the expectation for anybody who's drafted number one overall afterwards is going to have enormous pressure. Uh, it isn't just Jack Hughes. It's certainly, I mean, Nico Heischer, considering the fact that he was in the middle of those two guys and that I just mentioned, McDavid and Matthews, Jack Hughes, uh, Rasmus Dahlin. Uh, I mean, even Jorod Slavkovsky coming into uh, coming into his rookie year, he's going to have a lot of pressure to perform right away. That is the expectation that people like myself and many fans and analysts and everybody um, is going to have when it comes to the number one overall pick in their respective draft. And I would say for Jack Hughes, it was kind of a year that he really needed um, in terms of having him take a step back and realize that the NHL game is a lot harder than the game he had been playing against a lot of people his age or even younger. And it was kind of a taste of reality that you're not as good as everyone says that you are and you need to work at it. And Obviously, there were a lot of things that went really wrong, not just for Jack Hughes, but for the New Jersey Devils. I mean, just starting from the first game of the season, having a 4-0 lead against the Winnipeg Jets, and then completely falling apart and losing um, in a shootout. And it just trickled down from there. In a year with such high expectations to try to get back into the Stanley Cup playoffs, um, to fall flat on our face like the Devils did, um, obviously massive disappointment. And that led to John Hines, luckily for a lot of us, being fired 
as well as Ray Shiro later on in the year, much later on in the year, which was more of a surprise considering that there wasn't any rumblings about it. But obviously Joshua Harris and David Blitzer felt that there needed to be a change. And then obviously the big one, Taylor Hall in December being traded from the Devils to the Arizona Coyotes. And that kind of signified the end of that term that the Devils had and that little era that the Devils had, which just one playoff uh, appearance in that whole first edition of the rebuild, let's call it. Uh, For Jack Hughes, he had himself a relatively disappointing rookie season. Uh, He played in 61 games tallying just seven goals, 14 assists for 21 points. He also finished averaging 0.34 points per game and had a 5.7 shooting percentage, which actually was below league average. Um, So to say that Jack Hughes had a disappointing year in many cases would be considered an understatement, considering the expectations and all the things that I mentioned before. However, the one positive that you could take away from Jack Hughes's rookie season was the fact that there were many times throughout the year where he was showing flashes of his dynamic speed and skill. You could see that the talent was there. It's just a matter of developing it the right way and allowing Jack Hughes to get bigger, get stronger, get faster, get all better at everything and continuing to go from there. It also didn't help that obviously the season was cut short due to the COVID-19 pandemic, which is now kind of crazy that uh, it's been over two years now since the COVID, since COVID-19 first came into existence. So now you shift over to year number two, which was the basically 2020 season, um, because obviously uh, we didn't start on time. The season didn't actually start till January and all that stuff because of COVID again and restrictions and all that stuff, a short 56-game season, yada, yada, yada. Um, Other points to make. Tom Fitzgerald came in as the new general manager. Lindy Ruff was hired as the new head coach. And again, kind of crazy that it's been over two years now since both of those men have entered the Devils organization. Uh, The big thing that uh, you took away from Jack Hughes uh, prior to the season starting was when he spoke to the media and said that he gained about 20 pounds in muscle um, during the offseason. So he immediately worked on his game, worked on his body as well to take more of a punishment. And it really showed early on in the season, he got off to a good start. It seemed like every game he was getting himself a point or two, getting himself a goal. However, uh, there was that COVID outbreak the Devils had in which they were, you know, did not play for about 16 days. Jack Hughes was one of the many players that got COVID and he essentially lost the 20 pounds, 20 plus pounds that he, um, he gained of muscle because of it. And uh, obviously he struggled uh, in some degrees to get back to the form he was at, at the beginning of the season and continuing to struggle with the physicality of the national hockey league. Um, and uh, he was, it, it was uh, again, another tough year, but statistically speaking, really, he actually ended up having a much better second year. Uh, he played in 56 games, scoring 11 goals, 20 assists for 31 points. He amped up his points per game average to 0.55 points per game, which was a 0.21% increase from his rookie year. And his shooting percentage actually went up to 7.7, a exact 2% uh, increase from his rookie year. His time on ice also increased by over three minutes from the his rookie year, where he was at, where he finished averaging 19.4 minutes per game. So all in all, despite the fact that once again, Devils tough season finishing towards the bottom of the NHL, 
and Jack Hughes maybe not jumping in with regards to game and stats the way that everyone liked, he still improved in all facets, facets of his game, facets, excuse me, of his game. And uh, I think that's the positive you can kind of take away from that. So going into this past season, year number three, the 2021-22 season, expectations were very high for both Jack Hughes and the Devils. Uh, I think a lot of us, as we talked about before, we we expected this team to compete. We expected this team to maybe give themselves a run at potentially getting into the playoffs. And we expected Jack Hughes to take another major step in his development. And he took a massive leap in his development in year number three. And it started right away with game number one, opening night at the Rock against the Chicago Blackhawks. Jack Hughes ended up with two goals on the night, including, as we all know, the backhand overtime game winner in overtime. He also threw his stick up into the stands. It was probably the peak excitement of this team um, in quite some time. Just winning like that and Jack Hughes being the focal point of that win just made you feel really, really good about the situation and about where the Devils were going. And so it, it got off to a great start. And it got off to a good start as well in the second game of the season against the expansion Seattle Kraken. Jack Hughes had gotten an assist early in the game, but he got crunched in the corner in the Seattle territory um, by a player on the, on the Kraken. I'm not going to mention his name because I really don't want to. Uh, he got hurt and he did not return to the game and was later diagnosed with a dislocated shoulder. And because of that dislocated shoulder, Jack Hughes was forced to miss the next 20 games, which the Devils continued to play relatively well. But by the time Jack Hughes got back, the team started to take the dive again in the standings and on the performance. And that's when we really started to have more of the goaltending problems when they became more of a uh, issue. But then you return to November. And the Devils were getting ready to play the San Jose Sharks. They ended up losing that game. I was at that game, unfortunately. Um, but prior to the game, about two or three hours prior to puck drop, the Devils announced that they had officially signed Jack Hughes to an eight-year, $64 million contract, which was huge to get him locked down, knowing that he was in, he was in the last year of his entry-level deal, and to get him on a deal that was really, really good for the Devils themselves long-term, and Jack Hughes as well long-term. Because by the time the contract ends, he will be 28 years of age, still in the prime of his career, and a chance to make even more money in his second big-boy contract. So it's just a good match all around. Jack Hughes excited about being with the Devils long-term and believes in the vision. And you can't help but feel good about that. And that's what makes me feel really, really happy about the extension and the fact that Jack Hughes wants to be here and wants to be a main core piece of this New Jersey Devils um, organization. And Jack Hughes really kind of picked up where he left off in, granted, it was very early season, but he really continued a very big toward pace, despite the fact that the Devils were continuously losing and all of the really frustrating stuff that we experienced throughout this past year. Uh, Jack Hughes, though, was able to make his first All-Star game. We saw him pull out that magician's outfit with the mini Jack Hughes at the All-Star Skills Competition, and he got a couple of goals and points in the games of the, um, let's call it, uh, what do we call it, the All-Star Games, All-Star Tournament, 
that uh, the Metropolitan Division ended up winning. So that was awesome. And he continued to perform, continued to, you know, really look like he was going to finish with a phenomenal year. It looked like he was well on his way to getting the 30 plus goals and really, really finishing his third year on a massive high note. But then unfortunately you get to towards the end of the year, the Devils, it was like late March, early April, the Devils were uh, playing against the New York Islanders. Uh, that was also the game that Corey Schneider started for the Islanders and beat us, which was a, which was a very tough, tough pill to swallow. But Jack Hughes, thanks to Oliver Wallstrom, uh, ended up getting injured. He tried to play through it. He tried to play through it to start the third period, but uh, ultimately did not return to the game. And he was diagnosed with a knee injury. And even though his recovery time wasn't that long, the Devils felt that it was necessary to just shut down Jack Hughes to avoid him getting hurt anymore with the season obviously being lost and the Devils weren't going to go anywhere. So Jack Hughes ended up missing the final 13 games of the season as he finished ended up as he ended up missing 33 games in total. And the Devils as we know finished once again towards the bottom of the NHL with the fifth lowest points in the league. But despite all of that, despite another Difficult season cut short for Jack Hughes. And obviously there's question marks about his durability and, you know, being what some consider injury prone. And I understand that. But despite all of that, Jack Hughes still had a phenomenal, phenomenal season. So he finished with 40 in 49 games played, 26 goals, 30 assists for 56 points and a 1.14 points per game average, which was a point. 5-9 increase from 2020, which was 25th highest in the NHL, and it, and it uh, equates to a 93 points over an 82-game season. So if Jack Hughes had been fully healthy throughout the entirety of the season, he would have had over 90 points, and his shooting percentage increased dramatically to 15.8%. So when you look at all of that, and you look at the trajectory of Jack Hughes's career from his rookie year, to the end of his um, third season in the NHL, Jack Hughes has consistently improved. And this was a year where, if you compare it to year number two, he really kind of exploded in many ways and uh, upped his game so much. And you can't help but feel super confident going into the 22-23 season upcoming and not feel that Jack Hughes won't explode even more. And... Could this be the year that he gets his first of what we hope many potential 100-point seasons? I think Jack Hughes is determined and confident enough that he can absolutely do that and really take the reins as the quote-unquote on-ice leader and point-getter and goal scorer, whatever you want to say, of this New Jersey Devils team long-term. And all the stats I just pointed out just prove that he is getting better and better and better and better. It's just very, very impressive, despite the fact that he has missed a bunch of games in the couple of years he's played due to injury and COVID and things like that. And again, there is still that question mark about Jack Hughes and his durability as a hockey player in, in the NHL. You know, will he be able to build up his body enough to withstand the hits? Will he be able to withstand just all the physicality and the punishment and everything? And knowing that a lot of teams are going to be targeting him because of how talented he is and how much the Devils uh, really, you know, run their whole team through number 86. 
But I, I feel fully confident that Jack Hughes is going to explode onto the NHL world. And although a lot of people in the hockey world know, you know, know who he is and know what he's capable of, I think after this season, he's really going to make the world know exactly who Jack Hughes is. College football is back. It's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. If that's not enough action, you could also place a same game early for a shot and an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one, like which team will get the win, which team to score first, and more. So if you're feeling lucky and if you feel confident, if you're a fan of Rutgers football like I am, you could do a same game parlay to bet that Rutgers will go to Ohio State and beat the Buckeyes in Columbus, which we all know how that's most likely going to happen. But still, if you feel confident enough, you could do just that and put a bunch of bets together and bet on that same game parlay. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, the second part of this uh, for me is I wanted to bring context to a few things to help you guys understand even more why Jack Hughes is a superstar and going to be a superstar for years to come in the NHL. First and foremost, he is still 20, year, 20 years of age. He's not even of the legal drinking age in the United States, and he's already played three seasons in the NHL. He hasn't played a full 82-game season, but he's played well over 100 games now, and he has a lot of experience for being just 20 years of age. And he's younger then one of his good friends and rookie of the year finalist from this past year in Trevor Zegras of the Anaheim Ducks. He's also younger than some NHL rookies this past year, despite playing three years in the league already. Because again, we have to remember Jack Hughes played at the age of 18. He was 18 when he first started in the NHL. Like he started right away. So again, he already has a bunch of years of experience, despite being still incredibly young. And I think that's something to take into consideration to help you step back for a second and realize that Jack Hughes has a lot of skill and a lot of talent and has superstar capabilities. And he hasn't even reached that peak yet where, you know, you start to get into your prime. I mean, he's not even at his prime yet. And he's already putting up some really, really good numbers, especially last year. Now, one thing I wanted to quickly uh, run by you guys is a player comparison of year threes for Jack Hughes, as well as three other super already superstar made players in the NHL. So again, uh, Jack Hughes points per game average this past season was the best of his career. Well over a point per game at 1.14 points per game. That was better than Patrick Kane's third year in the league, which was 1.07 Austin Matthews' third year in the NHL at also 1.07, and Leon Dreisaitl's third year at 0.94. And obviously we know that those three guys I just mentioned are stars in their own right, are superstars in their own right in the NHL. And Jack Hughes had a much better third year playing in fewer games than all three of those guys, 
And that just shows you again that Jack Hughes is a guy ready to explode onto the NHL, that he hasn't even reached the surface. I mean, he touched the surface of being that incredible player and really, you know, showcasing his full potential as a superstar. Now, another thing to mention is the fact that Jack Hughes' shooting uh, uh, ability has improved a lot because when Jack Hughes was drafted into the NHL, when he was scouted, a lot of people looked at him as much more of a playmaker. He had tremendous passing ability and able to set up guys. They didn't talk about his shot all that much. And I think when you look at the first two seasons for him in the NHL in 1920 and also the 2020 season, uh, you can understand why, again, people would have assumed that he's much more of a playmaker because his shooting percentage was relatively low. I mean, like I said, the first year was he, he had a below league average. And while the next year was a 2% increase, it still wasn't uh, something that makes you say, oh, yeah, he's developing his shot a lot more. But because of the massive increase the following year in year three, again, as I mentioned, 15.8 percentage when it comes to shooting, Jack Hughes has developed into a much more of a goal scorer, which is really, really important. And you look at it. He finished the year averaging 0.53 goals per game, 0.53. And on an 82-game average, that equivalents to 43 goals. And here is what Jack Hughes' totals would have been if he had played the full 82 games that he was supposed to play based off of all of the information and averages I just gave you. In 82 games, he would have finished with 43 goals, 50 assists for the 93 points that I had mentioned before. And if you take those totals, you take those totals and you compare them to what you compare them to the rest of the league for goals and points leaders for goals, Jack Hughes would have been tied for eighth in the NHL with those 43 goals, despite the fact that obviously goals, goal scoring went up a lot this past year. And when you look at points, Jack Hughes would have been tied with Kyle O'Connor from the Winnipeg Jets for 13th in the NHL in points. So if you look at it, Jack Hughes would have finished as a top 10 goal scorer and a top 15 point getter if he had played in all 82 games. And that's why it is very, very, very important for Jack Hughes to once again work on his body, get bigger, get stronger, to be able to withstand these type of big hits he's going to get throughout the year because we know what he's capable of doing and doing even more if he remains healthy and plays the full 82 games. And we know that sometimes superstars don't play all 82, but Jack Hughes has not played over 62 uh, games in his in 61 games in his in a season yet. You know, he played 61 and 56, and then he played in just 49 in his third year. So in many ways, games played, he's gone down every single year, despite the fact that 2020 was a a uh, a shortened year due to COVID. But still, he needs to play more than 65 games a season if he wants to get to those totals, if he wants to prove that he is a superstar. And this is to talk about from him proving it to himself and to everyone else. Now, another comparison I wanted to give, and again, I'm going to involve two players I just mentioned. This is talking about uh, Jack Hughes having a better goals per game average in year three than two superstars in this league. Patrick Kane, in his third year, again, 2009-2010, his goals per game average was 0.37. Austin Matthews' goals per game 
average in year three, which was the 2018-2019 season, the year prior to Jack Hughes coming into the NHL. Austin Matthews had an average of 0.54. So right then and there, it just shows you again that Jack Hughes' underlying stats and underlying abilities have really, really improved. And again, from a guy who has missed a bunch of games in his career due to injury and COVID and things like that. And again, just harpens on the fact that Jack Hughes is a superstar in the making. He is going to be a superstar when he's fully healthy and ready to go. When he's playing at 110%, like I know he's capable of doing, and I've watched him play. I watch him on a game-to-game basis because I cover this team. You can see it. You can see how other teams are reacting. You can see how other teams are talking about Jack Hughes. We know what he's capable of doing. Now it's about putting all of that stuff the past three years in his rookie ELC contract, you know, to the side and saying, I'm going to show the world now why I'm worth this money and why I'm considered a superstar in this league. Now, I do want to say, to be very fair, Hughes played in just 49 games this past season, while Kane played in all 82 and Matthews played in 68. But still, the fact that Jack Hughes' numbers, especially his underlying numbers, were better than both Kane and Matthews in playing in fewer games, who knows what they would have been like if he had played the full 82-game season like he was supposed to. So what does this all mean once again? Because I'm sure a lot of you guys are like, Neil, you're throwing out a lot of stats and this, that, and the other thing. And obviously, you guys know that I'm not uh, always a big-time underlying stats person. So what does this all mean? Well, to be very, very clear, what this all means is that Jack Hughes is proving that he has incredible talent and once-in-a-generational talent that when he's rocking and rolling, he is very difficult to stop and has more than enough capabilities to put up well over 100 points and be one of the top goal scorers and top players in this game. And if we can get the power play rocking and rolling and get the new guys that we got coming up, especially with Andre Pilat coming into the fold and other guys that we got coming up from the farm system, we all get them clicking. Jack Hughes is not only going to make other players better, but he's going to make himself that much better as well. And that just gives me the excitement that once this is all put together, once we're, the chemistry is there and we're clicking, Jack Hughes is going to explode. He is going to explode and he's going to go on a tear that we have not seen in several years. And a lot of the world is going to find out very quickly who Jack Hughes is. And all of this just comes back to me saying that I firmly believe that Jack Hughes is a superstar in the National Hockey League. And I understand that people will, not everybody's going to agree with me. Um, I think even some Devils fans may not agree with me. I think there's there's definitely Devils fans out there that are reserved because of the fact of his injuries, because of the fact that in his first three years, he didn't just immediately jump out and explode like everybody expected him to. But there have been late bloomers who have been number one overall picks before in the NHL. Two that stand out to me are Joe Thornton, who it took him a while to get going. And especially once he got to San Jose, he got himself really going into a major superstar. And Nathan McKinnon, who just won the Stanley Cup. It took him several years to showcase the speed and skill that everybody goggles over every single night right now in the NHL. And I think a lot of people forget that, that it doesn't, that it's not always going to be this immediate impact. 
I know that in this generation, in the way, because of, again, the fact of guys like McDavid and, you know, even Leon Dreisaitl and, and certainly Austin Matthews, because they came into this on the NHL scene and immediately made major contributions and became stars right away. But now our expectation every single year, whoever's drafted number one overall or even number two overall is supposed to be the franchise saving superstar that they are. Alexis Lafreniere, who was drafted uh, two summers ago, well, this not this past draft, but the draft before, when he was drafted, you know, there were a lot of high expectations for him. Obviously, he's he's still developing. He's another late bloomer. Give him some time. Give him a chance to, to really develop his game and develop his body for the NHL, and I bet you he'll be a lot better. And the same goes for Jack Hughes right now. But as I just mentioned before, stats-wise and certainly underlying stats – just prove more and more. And if you don't believe me there, then my my favor that I would ask anybody listening to this podcast episode to go and watch Jack Hughes' highlights from his rookie year, his second year, and his third year. And you could see, if you just really focus on his game and how he shoots the puck, how he was able to pass it, you can see that it has gotten better. You can see it. You can see him flying around. And any Devils fan who was watching the team all year long will agree with me 100% that you can see that the talent is there. You can see that he is ready to absolutely go AWOL and absolutely blow blow away the NHL world this upcoming year. And with the expectations being high as they are with this team needing to get back into the postseason and really finally get out of this rebuild, Jack Hughes is at the focal point of it all. And he is going to be one of, if not the biggest reason that we get there. And if we do get there, it's because Jack Hughes had an unbelievable season that got us to, that got us to where we wanted to go, and that is get back into the playoffs. So that's just kind of what I wanted to uh, speak about. I'm speaking from the heart. I wanted to bring some facts as well to kind of you know really back up my claim. But again, guys, I promise you, and especially talking to Devils fans, I promise you, when it is all said and done. When we look back at this upcoming season, we will definitely say with 100% certainty that Jack Hughes is a superstar in the National Hockey League.